Good morning. Good morning. Today is Saturday, July 31st. We have Daniel 7 through 9 and Psalm 57. So let's take a deep breath and we'll ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you would bless this time for us right now, Lord. We just thank you for being our God, for how amazing you are and incredible you are. Lord, just fill us with your spirit right now as we read your word. Give us understanding and wisdom. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Daniel chapter 7. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel saw a dream and a vision of his head as he lay in bed. Then he wrote down the dream and told the sum of the matter. Daniel declared, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven were stirring up the great sea. And the four beasts came up out of the sea, different from one another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. Then as I looked, its wings were plucked off, and it was lifted up from the ground and made to stand on two feet like a man, and the mind of a man was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second one, like a bear. It was raised up on one side, and it had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth, and it was told, Arise, devour much flesh." After this I looked, and behold, another, like a leopard, with four wings of a bird on its back, and the beast had four heads, and dominion was given to it. After this I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, terrifying and dreadful and exceedingly strong. It had great iron teeth. It devoured and broke in pieces and stamped what was left with its feet. It was different from all the other, from all the beasts that were before it, And it had ten horns. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another horn, a little one, before before which three of the first horns were plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes, like the eyes of a man, and a mouth speaking great things. As I looked, thrones were placed, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames. Its wheels were burning fire. A stream of fire ensued and came out from before him. A thousand thousands served him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court sat in judgment, and the books were opened. I looked then because of the sound of the great words that the horn was speaking, and as I looked, The beast was killed, and its body destroyed, and given over to be burned with fire. As for the rest of the beasts, their dominion was taken away, but their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. I saw in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven there came one like the Son of Man, and he came to the Ancient of Days, and was presented before him, and to him was given dominion, and glory, and a kingdom, that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. As for me, Daniel, my spirit within me was anxious, and the visions of my head alarmed me, and I approached one of those who stood there and asked him the truth concerning all this. So he he told me and made known to me the interpretation of the things. The four great beasts are four kings who shall arise out of the earth, but the saints of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, forever and ever. Then I did desire to know the truth about the four beasts, which was different from the rest of 
rest, exceedingly terrifying, with its teeth of iron and claws of bronze, and which devoured and broke in pieces and stamped what was left in its feet, and about the ten horns which were on its head, and the other horn that came up before which three of them fell, the horn that had eyes and a mouth that spoke great things, and that seemed greater than its companions. As I looked, this horn made war with the saints and prevailed over them until the Ancient of Days came, and judgment was given for the saints of the Most High, and the time came when the saints possessed the kingdom. Thus he said, As for the fourth beast, there shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, which shall be different from all the kingdoms. It shall devour the whole earth and trample it down and break it to pieces. As for the ten horns, out of the, this kingdom ten kings shall arise, and another shall arise after them. He shall be different from the former ones, and shall put down three kings, and he shall speak words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and shall think to change the times and the law, and they shall be given into his hand for a time, times, and half a time. But the court shall sit in judgment, and his dominion shall be taken away, to be consumed and destroyed to the end. And the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. His kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Here is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my thoughts greatly alarmed me, and my color changed, but I kept the matter in my heart. Chapter 8. In the third year of the reign of King Belshazzar, a vision appeared to me, Daniel, after that which appeared to me at the first. And I saw in the vision, and what I, when I saw, I was in Susa, the citadel, which is in the province of Elam, and I saw in the vision, and I was at the Uli Canal, and I raised my eyes and saw, and behold, a ram standing on the bank of the canal. It had two horns, and both horns were high, but one was higher than the other, and the higher one came up last, and I saw the ram charging westward and northward and southward. No beast could stand before him, and there was no one who could rescue from his power. He did as he pleased and became great. As I was considering... Behold, a male goat came from the west across the face of the whole earth without touching the ground, and the goat had a conspicuous horn between his eyes. He came to the ram with the two horns, which I had seen standing on the bank of the canal, and he ran at him in his powerful wrath. I saw him come close to the ram, and he was enraged against him and struck the ram and broke his two horns, and the ram had no power to stand before him, but he cast him down to the ground and trampled on him, and there was no one who could rescue the ram from his power. Then the goat became exceedingly great, but when he was strong, the great horn was broken, and instead of there, instead of it there, came up for conspicuous horns towards the four winds of heaven. Out of one of them came a little horn, which grew exceedingly great towards the south, towards the east, and towards the glorious land. It grew great, even to the host of heaven, and some of the hosts and some of the stars it threw down to the ground and trampled on them. It became great, even as great as the prince of the host. And the regular burnt offering was taken away from him, and the place of his sanctuary was overthrown. And a host will be given over to it together with the regular burnt offering because of transgression. And it will be throw, it will be, and it will throw truth to the ground, and it will act and prosper. Then I heard a holy one speaking, and another holy one said to the one who spoke. For how long is the vision concerning the regular burnt offering, the transgression that makes desolate? 
and the giving over of the sanctuary hosts and the giving over of the sanctuary and hosts to be trampled underfoot. And he said to me, For two thousand three hundred evenings and mornings, then the sanctuary shall be restored to its rightful state. When I, Daniel, had seen the vision, I sought to understand it, and behold, there stood before me one having the appearance of a man. And I heard a man's voice between the banks of the Uli and called it, Gabriel, make this man understand the vision. So he came near where I stood, and when he came, I was frightened, and I fell on my face. But he said to me, Understand, O son of man, that the vision is for a time, is for the time of the end. And when he had spoken to me, I fell into a deep sleep with my face to the ground. But he touched me and made me stand up. He said, Behold, I will make known to you what shall be at the later at the latter end of the indignation, for it refers to the appointed time of the end. As for the ram that you saw with the two horns, these are the kings of Media and Persia, and the goat is the king of Greece. And the great horn between his eyes is the first king, as for the horn that was broken in place in place of which four others arose, four kingdoms shall arise from his nation, but not with his power. And at the latter, latter end of the, their kingdom, when their transgressors have reached their limit, a king of bold faced, one who understands riddles, shall arise. His power shall be great, but not by his own power. And he shall cause fearful destruction and shall succeed in what he does, and destroy mighty men and the people who are the saints. By his cunning he shall make deceit prosper under his hand, and in his own mind he shall become great. Without warning he shall destroy many, and he shall even rise up against the prince of princes, and he shall be broken, but by no human hand. The vision of the evenings and the mornings that has been told is true, but seal up the vision, for it refers to many days from now. And I, Daniel, was overcome and lay sick for some days. Then I arose and went about the king's business, but I was appalled by the vision and did not understand it. Chapter 9. In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, by descent, of, by descent of Mede, who was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans, for the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, perceived the books and the numbers of years that, according to the Word of the Lord to Jeremiah the prophet must pass before the end of the desolations of Jerusalem, namely seventy years. Then I turned my face to the Lord God, seeking him by prayer and by and pleas for mercy without fa with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession, saying, O Lord, the great and awesome God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keeps his commandments, we have sinned and done wrong and acted wickedly and rebelled, turning aside from your commandments and rules. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. To you, O Lord, belongs righteousness." But to us open shame at this day to the men of Judah, to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and to all Israel, those who are near and those who are far away, in all the lands to which you have driven them, because of the treachery that they have committed against you. To us, O Lord, belongs open shame. To our kings, to our princes, and to our fathers, because we have sinned against you. To the Lord our God belongs mercy and forgiveness, for we have rebelled against him and have not obeyed the voice of our Lord, 
of the Lord our God by walking in his laws, which he set before us by his servants, the prophets. All Israel has transgressed your law and turned aside, refusing to obey your voice. And the curse and the oath that are written in the law of Moses, of the servant of God, have been poured out upon us because we have sinned against him. He has confirmed his words, which he spoke against us and against our rulers who ruled us. By bringing upon us great calamity, for under the whole heaven there has been none. There has been done. There has not been done anything like what has been done against Jerusalem, as it is written in the law of Moses. All this calamity has come upon us. Yet we have not entreated the favor of the Lord our God turning from our iniquities and gaining insight by your truth. Therefore the Lord has kept ready the calamity and has brought it upon us. For the Lord our God is righteous in all the works that he has done, and we have not obeyed his voice. And now, O Lord our God, who brought your people out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand and have made a name for yourself, as this day we have sinned and have done wickedly, O Lord, according to all your righteous acts, let your anger and your wrath turn away from your city Jerusalem, your holy hill, because for our sins and for the iniquities of our fathers, Jerusalem and your people have become a byword among all who are around us. Now, therefore, O our God, listen to the prayers of your servants and to his, and to his pleas for mercy. And for your own sake, O Lord, make your face to shine upon your sanctuary, which is desolate. O oh my God, incline your ear to hear and open your eyes and see our desolations and the city that is called by your name. For we do not present our pleas before you because of our, right, because of our righteousness, but because of your great mercy. O oh Lord, hear. O oh Lord, forgive. O oh Lord, pay attention and act. Delay not for your own sake. O oh my God, because your city and your people are called by your name. While I was speaking and praying, confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, and presenting my plea before the Lord my God for the holy hill of my God, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at first, came to me in swift flight at the time of the evening sacrifice, and he made me understand, speaking with me and saying, O Daniel, I have now come out to give you insight and understanding at the beginning of your pleas for mercy. A word went out, and I have come to tell you it. For you are greatly loved, therefore consider the word and understand the vision. Seventy weeks are decreed about your people and your holy city to finish the transgression, to put an end to sin and to atone for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal both vision and profit, and to anoint a most holy place. Know therefore and understand that from the going out of the word to restore and rebuild Jerusalem to the coming of an, of an anointed one, a prince, there shall be seven weeks. Then for sixty-two weeks it shall be built again with squares and a moat, and moat, but in troubled time. And after sixty-two weeks an anointed one shall cut off, be cut off and shall have nothing. And the people of the prince who is to come in shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. Its end shall come with a flood, and to the end there shall be war. Desolations are decreed, and he shall make a strong covenant with many for one week. And for half the week he shall put an end to sacrifice and offering. And on the wing of abominations shall come one who makes desolate until the decree, decreed end is poured out on the desolator. Okay, let's move into a time of prayer. <clears throat> Meditate on Psalm 57. 
titled Let Your Glory Be Over All the Earth. It's to the choir master according to Do Not Destroy, a mictan of, of David when he fled from Saul in the cave. Be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me, for in you my soul takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings I will take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. I cry out to God Most High, to God who fulfills His purpose for me. He will send from heaven and save me. He will put to shame him who tramples on me. Selah. God will send out His steadfast love and His faithfulness. My soul is in the midst of lions. I lie down amid fiery beasts. The children of man, whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They set a net for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my way, but they have not, but they have fallen into it themselves. Selah. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make melody. Awake, my glory. Awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your steadfast love is great to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. O Heavenly Father, you are so glorious, so incredible, so amazing, Heavenly Father. We thank you for being our God, for loving us, for your righteousness, but for your grace and your mercy as well, Lord. You are so incredible, the complete package, Lord. Just perfect in every aspect. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you would be with us. Help us to be more like you, Lord. Help us to take on your attributes, Lord. To help us to allow you to work in us, to make us more like you. And Lord, we just ask that you be with those today that are suffering. Um, I think of Pam and Trish, Lord, and Al and and just those that are in chronic pain, we just ask that you relieve that pain, that you give doctors, the healthcare professionals, wisdom and understanding, Lord, concerning that. Heavenly Father, we just ask that we would uh, be about your kingdom, Lord. And I just think of this, the kingdom of this world, Lord, that we know they're going away. We just read that, your prophecy. But your kingdom, the kingdom of the prince of princes, the King of kings, Lord of lords, is an everlasting kingdom, Lord. And thank you for allowing us to be citizens of that kingdom. And Lord, help us to help other people to come join this, your kingdom, Lord, the everlasting kingdom, before this earthly kingdoms are destroyed, Lord. While there's still time, Lord, help us to take on your will, that no one would perish, that all would come to repentance, Lord. Be with us today, Lord, and just help us to be a, a reflection of you to the world around us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, have a great day, guys.